Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, and welcome once again to History Dweebs. I am Tim. Welcome to the podcast where we take a lighthearted look at the dark side of history. And today the topic is Catherine the Great. Uh, of course, Catherine uh, ruled Russia as an empress back in the 1700s. And we're going to talk about all of her um, deeds, both great and not so great. Although she was the great, so yeah, it's in the title. Good. Yeah. Um, really? Of course, there, every time I think of Catherine the Great, I think of Secretariat. <laughs> <you know. laughs> all right. Well, we'll also talk about the rumors about her and the horse. Uh, and we'll talk about her sex life because she was, she had quite the sexual appetite. She, she was quite insatiable to me. She was the Mickey Mantle of, uh, of well, she really <laughs> oral sex. Uh, of the Romanovs. Of <laughs> the Romanovs, yeah. Of course, the Romanovs, they ruled Russia for 300 years before they were overthrown. In mm. 1917, he eventually, um, replaced with the Bolsheviks, who, of course, are Brandy's good friends. Of course. I would like to introduce, uh, first of all, we are an adult uh, comedy podcast. We use adult language. So if that offends you. Hold on. If that offends you, devil. What you, what, now, if that offends a person. Turn off what right would now. You be, what, what would be your advice to them? Go fuck yourself. There you go. Um, but there's a lot of podcasts out there who do not use adult language that you can find. So, um um, find one of those, but uh, if adult language, if you're okay with adult language, then stick with us. I would like to introduce a lady. Uh, speaking of an empress, uh, in adult language, yeah, and foul, foul, foul. First of all, I'm language. I'm getting I'm would, getting feedback that I don't cuss nearly enough. We would get much what? better reviews if it went for your language. So that's what I've been. Re- I'm kind of read between the lines on our reviews. On our <laughs> iTunes yeah. thing, yeah, you're hurting us on iTunes, Devil. Yeah, that's all right. I mean, we know you got to do you, but you're hurting us. I mean, and we, Timmy, we're strong man. We don't mind carrying her on our backs, right? But you, you're like the albatross; it drags us down a little bit. Well, I think if you would use more appropriate language, that would go a long way to yeah. having this podcast. Uh, and why don't you get one of those word of the day calendars so you can expand your vocabulary beyond cock holster and some vowel terms like that? Use serendipitous once in a while. Yeah, I've never heard her use that. Not word. at all. Never. More than uh, two syllables. Let me introduce a lady who uh, is known throughout the land as Brandy the Benevolent. But if she was back in Catherine's day, would 
Would she be Brandy the Great? Or no, with Brandy? mediocre. <laughs> Brandy to average. Brandy to subpar. <laughs> really? Her this Majesty. is what we're going to do? Her Majesty, Brandy the First. Uh, how are you, Brandy, if at all? <laughs> I'm all right, Timmy. How okay. are you? Thank you for Brandy time. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, she, she kind of... Cl- Kind of close that uh, line of questioning. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, you if you're only gonna give me one word response, then that's brandy time. It's over. Yeah, yeah. I'm fine. Thank you for asking. I've no I, go fuck you. I don't care now. <laughs> fuck I, you. And it doesn't matter anyway. The value of uh, our vin- our potato chips and our vending. Machine. I've heard, and it's amazing. <laughs> it's and it a, doesn't matter I, because Chuck's gonna go on a ten minute rant about some stupid bullshit and his socks and his underwear, whatever the fuck he's got going today. So, you know, it doesn't matter what I have going on. Okay, well. well at least I, you've come to accept it. Thank you for contributing. <laughs> yeah, nothing. Yeah. Really? And, you know, and we tried, the colonel and I tried to bring uh, a little bit. May, we're folksy. Yeah, and we are folksy. We're, and, we're the guys you want to sit down in a bar and have a beer with. Exactly. And uh, we, we. You tra- are the person people want to drive a stake through your goddamn heart. No. Mm-hmm. And what's going on with you, Brandon? I am delightful. What are you? Uh, what? How is your life at this particular moment? <laughs> 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 you don't have to go too much detail, but how is your? How is everything? It's a bit of a train wreck. <laughs> it's a bit of a train wreck, but you know, every day is an adventure. Would you like to share? Nope. Okay. It's just a bit of a train wreck. Every day is an adventure. I'm looking at Chuck's spandex pants and his. Can I interest you in a bag of potato chips? I don't want. I don't fucking want a bag of potato chips. I I don't like Grippo's chips. We should explain. I just want to explain to our listeners. Please do because this is fascinating. (laughs) We have a vending machine here at work. (laughs) I know. Sit down for that because we got a vending machine at work. Everything in this vending machine. Am I wrong, Colonel? Everything in this vending machine is at least a dollar twenty-five, except for potato chips that are fifty cents. They are undervalued, and oh, I'm trying to get everyone to appreciate that. They're the Bitcoin of snack foods, Tim. Uh, when, when, <laughs> when the zombie apocalypse hits, <laughs> that's what we're using for currency. I, you know, it's just amazing that they can uh, produce, grow potatoes, uh, cook these chips, whatever they do with them, package them and everything, and sell them for 50 cents. I really think that we should all, you know, we should just, like, go get uh, – you know, empty the bank and buy these chips because they are an amazing value. Right? They are an amazing value. I yeah. think we need to thank the Irish for that. Did they? Well, when we grow potatoes here. Not like the Irish potatoes. They got so many. I told you know. I told our boss about. It. I explained to my, our boss that what a great value that was, and he yeah, said he crushed it. He did. He said, "Do you know how many potatoes you can buy with fifty cents?" I, I didn't, but I said I did. You know, you couldn't pick a potato out of a lineup. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Strawberry, <laughs> tomato, <laughs> potato, broccoli, yeah. and Timmy be flummoxed. Mm. You know, Let I me, like those baby potatoes. I stew. like those too. Yeah, those I like baby good. potatoes. You can eat them in one bite. Yep. I would like to introduce a man who is known as the moral compass of our podcast. He yep. Is not a man who is known as well. He's been described, Brandy, as an oasis in the desert of despair. By, By no people. one. We are, we, you know, we, a lot of people are concerned with the direction of the country. They look to this man. They don't. For hope and inspiration. Nope. 
a man who is uh, oh my god <laughs> considered the most dangerous man in podcasting today, Brad. Most dangerous nipples in podcasting. The very honorable, the Colonel Charles Beauregard Hawk Waters the Third, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel? I'm not good, Timmy. No, look at there. <laughs> I'm not good. What's wrong? What's wrong, Colonel? Okay, Timmy. You know I had a bunch of plans for next November. Right. right? And what was my plans? Yeah, <laughs> what were his plans, Timmy? Have a no. big parade. Okay, big uh, big parade. Yeah. You want a big military parade? Well, it wasn't going to be a big military. I was going to have those little cars with the little Shriners. You want Shriners? In it. I like Shriners, but, you know, you really... I, I really kind of would like to see nuclear weapons on display. I really would like to see them, like, going down Pennsylvania Avenue. I think it would be cool. What could, what could go wrong? I mean, wow. So, guess who finds out about my plans? Who? Trump. Trump. And so, then decides, you know what? The colonel has beat me at every single thing I've ever done. But you know what it, the colonel doesn't have control of? The military, so I'm going to have a big military parade well, just to make his parade bigger. look his smaller. His button is bigger than yours. No, his button is not bigger than mine, Timmy. <laughs> his hands are. And and it, it just annoys me a little I'm bit. Sorry, and, I'm sorry. And first of all, I don't even like parades, but I was going to put it on for the children. But do you want children to really be – children come to a parade for balloons. They don't want to see 50 caliber machine guns pointed at them. I kind of think that would be cool. Hmm? I kind of think that would be cool. I wish they used like live ammo. <laughs> well, that'd be that'd be instead of fireworks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'd be cool. Uh, okay. Uh, do you have any other concerns, Colonel? Uh, um, this weekend you're uh, spending the, the Saturday at the doggy park. I understand. No, I am going to a uh, brewery uh-huh. uh, that is doing a fundraiser and asked Rudy to participate because they have a doggy kissing booth. Timmy. What do you think about that? Brandy, I don't Rudy care. at they a kissing booth. Rudy, it's twenty-five cents to go poke your nose up and have Rudy kiss you. Overpriced, and uh, he's it's uh, not quite the bargain as the Grippo chips, but still, <laughs> it's pretty good. You can't, you know. So uh, the West House Brewery at from one tomorrow, one to two tomorrow. So people Rudy can come be, and uh, kiss Rudy. People can come up and give Rudy a kiss on the nose, or he can kiss you. For, it's only for 25 cents, and it goes to a good cause. Do they still have kissing booths for humans, or is that, like, not apropos anymore, Brandy? I think in Thailand they do. I don't fucking know. Well, How mean, the fuck would I know if they have fucking right, kissing booths? Well, yeah, I mean, you know, you Do you kiss anybody with that you're mouth? A, you're a, Jesus <laughs> Christ. I just meant that you, you're, you know, you're part of the feminist movement, and I was wondering if that was inappropriate to have kissing booths anymore. I don't fucking know if they have them. Clearly, yeah. they have them for dogs. She's well, yeah. clearly very feminine over here. <laughs> Piss like off. Like Popeye the Sailor's drunken uncle. Yeah, that's who he cuss like. Why don't you... Could you say anything without Basically, using a Basically, he would like for you to be a little bit more ladylike. Ladylike. Wear a skirt once in a fucking while. Well, could you do that? First of all, Some high the way heels. you're dressed today, you've got all the ladylike covered. <laughs> So let's I'm not. I'm wearing a pair of jeans and a. And a Tell and us a, about your first, belt. He's Girl, wearing quite he's a manly wearing, shirt. First of all, he's wearing stretchy pants. <laughs> These are not stretchy. <laughs> they pants. are stretchy blue pants. Jeans. Didn't you just say they had spandex in them no, because I of your hips? They're soft. They're yeah, soft. but they have they're a little soft. give feel in my them. Thigh. Come here. I will feel, not feel your thigh. I got to get something that's got a little give in them because in no. the crotchal region they get a little too. In the crotchal region. The crotchal Is that region. That on your word of the day toilet paper. Yeah. Whatever. All right. Dress like a See big how she's got flaming to turn everything lumberjack. Into- <laughs> <laughs> flaming lumberjack. 
You know, you just sullied lumberjacks everywhere. I did. I there, feel bad about there it. There goes our lumberjack audience. Yeah. <laughs> we support all lifestyles on this podcast. <laughs> if you're a gay lumberjack, we welcome you. If you're a, Except for the devil who's going to discriminate against if you. If you come out and say that. that you're a gay lumberjack, that's okay. Especially if you're carrying a, a big axe. I'm a gay lumberjack and that's <laughs> okay. okay. Brandy. Jesus, chop wood all day. <laughs> Speaking of wood. <laughs> yeah, speaking of wood. Speaking of wood, devil. I think maybe you need to have a romantic encounter with somebody to release some of this frustration like you husband. got. So you weren't so hostile all the <laughs> Just time. Just for fun. Just my, are you why going, about my husband? Are you going to be, you're going to see Dave this weekend, right? Probably. Could you just tell Dave, hey, I need to knock one out. I need to get one knocked you out. You know what? Really, my blood you know, pressure just it's, val- it's almost Valentine's Day. Yeah. When you see day, this is what this is what guys like. Hmm? Just fall directly to your knees. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And just let it's, let na- Mother Nature take its. It's course. not so hard. It's not so hard. Get a pillow. You don't have to hurt your knees. We're not saying drop on concrete. Well, let, let me know where you got pillow. those pants with the knee pads <laughs> and the stretch in them. <laughs> <laughs> Was that We're just the, saying that you, was that in Lady Levi's? This or? is Valentine's Lane Day. Lane Bryant. It would be, you need a little hip area. Be a, need a little very, hip area. Be a very nice surprise for him. That you. Yeah. Why don't you try to? Why don't, you don't even care if Dave's happy, do you? It's a shame. And you know you've met Dave, right, Timmy? Yeah. One of the nicest guys you've ever met. Oh, he is. One of the nicest guys you've ever met. And this is gone, why you're going to end up with Lanny. Yes. You with Lanny, the one-armed pet boys cashier with acne and with acne, greasy hair. Right Living in a van down by the river. Can part we talk, time, part time at Pit Boys. Can we talk about Catherine the Great? Let's do that. Catherine the Second, also known as Catherine the Great, Katie, was the Empress of Russia, Brandy, uh huh, and led her country into political and culture. Uh, led her country uh, into the political and cultural life of Europe, carrying on the work that had begun by Peter the Great. So she was preceded by Peter, Brandy. <laughs> Weren't we all? Under her reign, uh, Russia expanded its territories, and it was very much modernized uh, following the lead of Western Europe. The reign of Catherine the Great lasted for 34 years, Brandy, from July 9, 1762 to November 17, 1796. Actually, she died. Yeah, she died on November 17th. Uh, which was a big day because, of course, on November 17th, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Anyway, yeah. this makes her the longest ruling female leader in the history of Russia, Brandy. Oh, that's pretty impressive. Yes. Uh, so she expanded the Russian Empire. Uh, she implemented uh, many important reforms, although she did not get away. She did not do away with serfdom, which uh, it, she's been criticized for that. But you know what? I don't get how, like, Russia is always criticized for not getting rid of serfs until 1861, and we, yet we had slavery until 1865. And we got serfs today. <laughs> serfs up, Timmy. <laughs> yes. Um, Catherine was known, Brandy, as rule, for ruling Russia with an iron fist. Well, you have to. As well as her vivacious, vivacious sexual appetite. Mm-hmm. Everybody has hobbies. Well, let me tell you about her. She started out as just a minor German princess, Brandy. 
She was. Uh, she slept away to the top, is what you're telling me, Timmy. Well, she got. She got. The, kind, well, yeah, yeah, kinda. Her birth name was Sophie Frederick August. I like Sophie. She was born on May second. It was like near our birthday, Brandy. Mm-hmm. I like me some Sophie, Timmy. In seventeen twenty. Sophie Frederick. Mm-hmm. She was born on May second, seventeen twenty nine, in Stettin, Germany, in a small um, little area village. And her father, Christian August, he was the prince of this uh, tiny dominion. But he gained more fame in his military career because he he were uh, he was a general under Frederick uh, William the First of Prussia, and so he he kind of got a good gig after the you know after he retired and he they made him uh, a head of this little dominion and he had his daughter. Um, uh, well, her name was, she wasn't born Catherine. She was born Sophie. Sophie, yeah. Sophie Frederick. Right. Born in May. Now, he had a, uh, him and his wife, uh, Frederick uh, William, and his wife, uh, Joanna, had a son. And they, they, they spent most of their time focusing on their son, Wilhelm Christian. Oh, that's a stupid name. Uh, Wilhelm is a bad name. It's a bad name. Well, they they name. focused on him because they wanted him to, you know, they 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 were kind of uh, you know, tying They were putting their, their eggs in one basket. Yeah. But uh wrong basket. Yeah, he died when he was 12. Yeah, wrong basket. So then uh Chris uh, Catherine's mother turned her attention to Catherine. Uh, and but uh, Catherine was raised. Uh, Catherine, who the fuck is Catherine? Kathy, uh, Catherine the Great. She was uh, uh, she was uh, nurtured by her governess Babette. Ah, oh, Babette was a whore. Mm. <laughs> no, you know Babette, Babette was. was. She was a hard worker. She was a governess. No, she was a whore. She was governess. She was a. Wet as nurse. Catherine grew up, her mother eventually came to see her daughter as a means to move up the social ladder. Brandy. You know how you just climb, crawl, mm-hmm. and climb over everyone's back to get ahead? That's what she did. She okay. Well, basically, she didn't really climb. We carried her on our backs, Timmy. But but that's a Go ahead. Her go mother, ahead. her relatives, in, uh, had relatives in other royal courts in the region, and she brought Catherine with her on visits to seek out possible suitors. Hmm. So she's trying to whore her off, basically. Uh-huh. Um, Catherine on the other hand, saw marriage as a way to escape her controlling mother. Okay, so they both were, you know, they both were okay with this. Educated by tutors, uh, Babette, mainly. Catherine studied, uh, had religious studies uh, with military chaplain, but she questioned much of what he taught her. She learned three languages, Brandy, German, French, and Russian. She, she, she was... Uh, she tri- got the romantics. Trilingual. She was. She got the romantics. The Russians, uh, Russian came in handy, of course, when uh, uh, Catherine's mother arranged an invitation to St. Petersburg to th- meet with the then Empress of Russia, Elizabeth. That's fucked up. It's um, uh, this uh, Empress Elizabeth. The, she seceded Ivan Seventh. He was just like six months old when he became king, and she... She got rid of him, put him in a room where he was not allowed to read or have any visitors and whatever. So, um, anyway, Elizabeth had once been engaged to Joanna's older brother, so there was some connection there. He died of smallpox, um, but she felt a connection with the family. You know what I'm a, I never understood this, Timmy. 
Who's ever died of big pox? I don't know. Big why pox. Don't, why don't they just call it the pox? Well, because there's chicken. Yeah. And yeah. they're small. I mean, you have to distinguish between the pox. There's multiple pox. Many pox. Okay. There's poxes. Pox or would I. that be pox eye? Pox eye. Okay. Uh, anyway, she wanted to see if uh, uh, Elizabeth, uh, who was uh, Empress of Russia at the time, wanted to see if uh, Catherine would be a suitable would be suitable for her nephew and heir, Grand Duke Peter. Well, also, but, seriously, I got, uh, you know who what? also became Peter the Third, Colonel. <laughs> you know what? He was I the got? third Peter, preceded <laughs> by two other Peters. There was a bunch of Peters before, like the many Peters. Fest. <laughs> Over there, <laughs> Moscow. In 1744, Brandy, a teenage Catherine, traveled with her mother to Russia. She soon fell ill, Brandy. Uh oh. And her treatment uh, created conflict between her mother and the Russian Empress Elizabeth. So Elizabeth's telling her, you know, basically how she should be, you know, how she should treat her daughter, who is now sick. Now, remember, her daughter, daughter is her meal ticket, right? Because. She only had two kids. Her Wilhelm died at 12. Right. Elizabeth, Empress Elizabeth, insisted on numerous bl- bloodlettings, Brandy. Uh, yeah. You know what I never understood? Didn't she have a period? Well, I don't know. How old did it? She's teenagers, probably. Yeah. When Catherine I mean, recovered from the bloodlettings, um, she moved forward with her relationship with Grand Duke Peter, Brandy. Oh, the Grand the Peter. <laughs> not the, not Big the, Peter. Not the little. Well, he wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't Peter the Third yet. He was still heir. You don't want to have. He know. was a Zarovich. But the, you know what? It's a really Zarevich. weird. No, because you know, it's weird because like when at the beginning of the Romanovs, they was czars, right? Mm-hmm. And then there was like a period about eighty years in the eighteenth century when everyone was uh, either an emperor or an empress, and then they went back to the czars. Yeah, and what's they couldn't make that? up their mind. Anyway, uh, Peter, Grand Duke Peter, um, started dating um, young Catherine, and uh, they became engaged, and Catherine converted to Russian Orthodox, the Russian Orthodox faith. Yes. It would have been unorthodox if she hadn't. It would have been. Yes. Along with her new religion, she received a new name, and this is where she goes from Sophie to Catherine. Uh, on August 21st, 1745, Catherine II now married into the Russian royal family and became a Grand Duchess. Maybe that's what Rosanna could be. Maybe she could be Grand Duchess. I think Rosanna needs to be Grand Duchess, uh, ma- uh, uh, Major Grand Duchess. I don't think that's a thing. Instead of a minor. I don't think it's a thing. Would you say Ben was more of a duke or a baron? Oh, my God. I'd say baron. Baron? Yeah. Baron Ben. Baron Ben. Uh, Catherine and Peter proved anything, Brandy, but a happy couple. Peter was immature and juvenile. Get out. Can't stand that. It's ridiculous. Can you, Colonel? Well, I don't mind some juvenile behavior now, now and again. He preferred to play with toy soldiers in bed. Uh, rather than make love to his new bride. Ah. How old's this kid? <laughs> well, he's in his late teens, like 19 or whatever. Ah. That's messed up. That is messed up. Maybe the, she, you know what? They didn't bathe regularly back then, though. 
Well, you know, they would have their court, you know, the court get the bride, get the empress ready for him. I know? know, but they didn't bathe. They'd put on that powder and the perfume. And, you know, you cannot, I don't care. I don't, Chanel number five would not cover up the decaying vagina to me. I don't think she had decaying vagina. But, I mean, if you don't bathe, it's going to get pretty funky. When the couple tried to have sex, Brandy. Spray some Summer's Eve on it and move on. <laughs> Peter cannot maintain an erection. Ah. So we're talking about a limp Peter here. <laughs> that was a good one, Timmy. Thank you, Karen. See, we don't have that problem with maturity. No, we don't. No we don't. way. And we don't have that problem with limp Peter. <laughs> That's true. I get one right here. Here you go. I got one right now, Timmy. <laughs> May you have a spontaneous... Ejaculation during this podcast. Uh Just talking about Catherine the Great gets me gets me going. Okay, so uh, the fact that they were not doing the nasty uh, was concerned to Empress Elizabeth, who feared that her throne was in danger unless they, you know, uh, produced an heir, clear heir, right? So Elizabeth Elizabeth had many conversations. Tricky. Elizabeth had many conversations with Peter. Oh, I'm sure. And encouraged him to have sex with Catherine. But Peter preferred to play soldier, leapfrog, and hide and seek. Who does Was he slow? (laughs) (laughs) He was was very immature. But in in fairness to him, most of the history about him was taken from Catherine the Great after she had him murdered. I would, too. But why couldn't they just get him to... Pull one off and then scoop well, it up in one of the royal well, spoons. Well, hold on and here. Hold on here. We'll get you know what? I think get, he's slow. We'll get into this. I think he's touched. Peter was a big fan <laughs> of Prussia King Frederick II and would line uh, up his toy soldiers in a way that the Prussian soldiers would kill Russian the Russian toy soldiers. So they're at war, and he is, you know, he's got an infatuation with the other side. Mm-hmm. And uh, he would wear a Persian, or I mean, I'm sorry, Prussian army uniform around the palace. This kind of pissed off the palace guards. Sure. Who were Russian. (laughs) Who were Russian and fighting Germany. The Persians. Yeah, Prussians, yeah. So he really did need to go. (laughs) Well, this didn't help him. (laughs) He needed to go. Because all she's got to do is whistle at one of those soldiers, (laughs) and then there can be an accident. His fascination with the Russian Russians' in, enemy uh, did not sit well with the royal guard, who yielded to real power in the country. So he's not the brightest uh, political, you know, he's the wisest politician in the world. He felt that uh, Peter felt that Russia was backwards and made little effort to socialize with the military or the Russian aristocracy. He 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 was also um, part German. So he just didn't find he just he he didn't try to get support from the church. He didn't try to get support from the military. Uh, while Catherine, on the hand, other hand, she was banging everybody. She threw herself into the Russian culture. She knew the language. She was active in the church. She held lavish dinner parties for the Russian aristocracy and took members of her of the military into her confidence, as Colonel kind of just pointed out. And co- by confidence, when you she we say taken to her confidence, yeah, she was banging some of them. They were going into well, her girly a, parts, well, not into her confidence. The rumor. Yeah. And since she was not getting laid by her husband, 
Catherine developed her own pastimes, Brandy, which included reading extensively. Yes. <laughs> After years of not having children, because they're not doing it, doing it, uh, her position with the royal family started to wane. Uh, when com- uh, conf- uh, when confronted by Empress Elizabeth for not producing an heir, Catherine explained that her husband Peter was uninterested in sex. Fearing that she would lose control of her crown, Elizabeth arranged for Catherine to have an affair with Sergei Sokoroff. I don't think. Well, huh? she was already having affairs. So what did she well, introduce him? I don't. What she was she wanted to get her? Uh, she wanted to have. Have a kid, and he was uh, Sergey was a Russian noble and a member of the court. Well, that's what it was. And she wanted them to have affairs so that they could uh, they could have a baby. She could get pregnant, and they could pass it off as Peter's son. There you go. Right. Because Peter, Peter was you know busy playing leapfrog. Little tiny him. Peter. Hmm. Surprisingly, Catherine was okay with this arrangement. Shocking. <laughs> She found Sergey attractive and held at this point, uh, and at this point she pretty much hated her husband, Peter. All right. So Catherine did all she could to convince Peter that they actually had sex so that when she became pregnant, he would think that the baby was his. So see, uh, one evening, not long before, after her affair began with Sergey, um, she pulled half naked, her half-naked husband on top of her and began to uh, gyrate and moan. Yeah. Nine months later, on September 20th, 1754, Catherine's son, Paul, was born. So Brandy is going to tell us what happens next in this drama. Saga. Saga. Catherine the Great. Yes. The paternity of the child has been a subject of great debate with many scholars who believe that Paul's father was acting was actually Peter, while others believe the child was almost certainly the result of Catherine's extramarital affair with Sergey. I want to get a, I, I would like to get some moral clarification on this. Colonel, your <coughs> ruling on whether this was a moral or immoral action. I'm, I'm going to go with moral, Timmy, because he wasn't performing his husbandly duties, uh, much like the devil herself uh, rarely performs her wifely duties. Yeah, this weekend, Brandy's Valentine's. Yeah. When's the last time you cooked dinner what for Dave? What the hell? When, when's the last time you cooked Dave dinner? Do you do his laundry? Did you iron his shirts before he went to work this morning? Do you kiss him on the mm. cheek as yeah. he's going out the door? So <laughs> I don't lunch. see him. Mm. Oh, so there you go. I Guilty. Know. Yeah, I know. You know what? Just add that to the list of shit I'm not very good at. <laughs> Well, uh, I'm sure that uh, Lanny is, you know, on, on the on-deck circle waiting. Yeah. Yes, well. He's just licking his chops right now. <laughs> In any case, Catherine had little time with her firstborn son because Elizabeth, this fucking bitch, took over raising the child soon after his birth. Catherine was not permitted to spend any time with her newborn and thus never developed much of a bond with him. Yeah, they kind of swooped him away as soon as he was born. Yeah, that's kind of bullshit. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. you, you don't, sure about that. Yeah, you don't have to, you know, change diapers anymore. Yeah. On December twenty fifth, seventeen sixty one. Merry Christmas. Empress Elizabeth died suddenly. Oh. Catherine's hut. Yes, that was. It was probably the eggnog, Colonel. It's always the eggnog. Maybe the Christmas tree fell on her. I don't, don't know. 
<laughs> you know what they he had to put the he had to put the star on the Christmas or maybe the little hammer and sickle on top of the Christmas tree to me. Yes. All right. And continue, Brandy. Off. About what happens next? I'm on the edge of my seat. Well, Catherine's husband Peter assumed the throne, becoming Peter the Third, while she received big the Peter title. Now, Colonel. Mm-hmm. He's a big old. Yeah. <laughs> while she received the title of Empress Consort. The pair were leading separate lives at this point, and she had little to do with his rule. Peter was openly cruel to his wife and often discussed pushing her aside to allow his mistress to rule with him. Hold, hold, hold on. He had a mistress, but he couldn't get his back up? Well, yeah. I For mean, Catherine. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it was her. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. it's not our fault, Colonel. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just... Get a woman, and you couldn't use a crane to get it up to me. Anything about that, Brandy? Yeah, I mean, often it's it's a proven fact that erectile dysfunction. Not that we deal with that. No, he said this is a proven fact. It's so. a proven fact. I read it on a. There was an internet meme, but most of the time, erectile dysfunction is the, is the woman's fault. Well, the woman has a certain obligation. Easy, Bob Dole. Mm-hmm. His woman has a certain obligation yeah. to arouse. Exactly. To put some effort into it. It's like it's like having a it's like having a tomato plant. These things don't grow themselves. You're fucking you gotta tend to it. Jesus you gotta water it. You Christ. gotta feed it. You gotta love it. He soon alienated. Talk to it. <laughs> Talk to it. Yeah. Fucking jackasses. <laughs> He soon alienated other nobles, officials, and the military with his staunch re- staunch support for Prussia. See, that, yeah, you know. It's, it's a bad of, idea to support your sworn enemy. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, supporting Russia when you're, you know, <laughs> when you're in the White House. I mean, you know, it's just some things is just not cool. Easy. I'm sorry. A purveyor of what would be seen today as progressive domestic reforms, he also angered the Orthodox Church by taking away their lands. Oh, that'll piss you off. In short, Peter mm-hmm. had not developed any strong alliances to secure his throne. Catherine, however, did win favor with the army because she was fucking most of them. The church and the aristocracy. After six months, Peter was overthrown in a coup orchestrated by Catherine. There you go. Catherine, See, Colonel, you got to be careful with women sometimes. Or you you got to be careful with women all the time. It's like handling cobras, Timmy. Handling cobras naked, Brandy. <laughs> it's like being naked and having a queen cobra in your bed. Infested with cobras. You're infested. Uh, let's see. Catherine II had conspired with her lover, Gregory Orlov, a Russian lieutenant, along with several others in order it to unseat like he would be banging Peter. someone higher up than a lieutenant, though. Well, he was the, he was, the, was he the Russian lieutenant's woman? I don't know. May have been it. Might have been. Uh, she was able to get him to step down from power, and she assumed the control for herself. Peter asked that he may be permitted to live in exile in Prussia, and Catherine seemed to grant his request. However, a few days after Peter's abdication, Peter was strangled while in the care of her co-conspirators at Rapsha, one of Peter's estates. The exact mm. control, the exact role Catherine played in her husband's death is unclear. Uh, <laughs> wonder if he finally got a Woody when they were choking him out. I don't know, but because mm-hmm. I heard that happens. Too. Listen to the official story. Wait, the yeah, so, but the official story, and I vote that this goes on Chuck's obituary. All right, 
The palace released a statement that Peter had died subtly of the hemorrhoids. Uh, no. I can, can you see Sarah Huckabee Sanders coming out of the house? <laughs> now, I, it, it, She'd I'm do no it with doctor. a straight fucking face, too. I'm no doctor. Uh, General but I Kelly believe... died uh, suddenly of hemorrhoids this afternoon. <laughs> Did they're rarely fatal. I mean, you see that on an internet of... meme? <laughs> well, you could get profusive bleeding from them, I guess. I suppose if they was the size of a baboon's ass, but... I mean, <laughs> so that's the story they were going with. That's there. the story. <laughs> okay, well, he died of hemorrhoids. I, you know, if you say it with conviction, people will believe. Oh, that's before preparation H. Well, I mean, yeah, they probably, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, it was probably a, he wasn't a serious getting, problem back then. He I wasn't mean. getting a lot of fiber back then. Yeah, in if Russia. you don't get fiber, you, you know, that's why it can happen. Fiber is important, Brandy. <laughs> it is. It is. You don't want to be like little Peter. And they didn't have they didn't have the stool softener, Metamucil, and all that. Yeah, Miralax, yeah, they had all that magnesium stuff like that. citrate. What the fuck is wrong with the two of you today? <laughs> Jesus just Christ! Just pointing out that this I'm is just a... pointing out that you two are acting like fucking gibbering. Well, well, you're you're fucking just... baboons. <laughs> because we're trying to bring some life to the story here. You're just reading it. You're reading it in your monotone voice, like you. Uh, like you're getting paid by the, like you're a prostitute getting paid by the word is what you're doing, devil. Hmm. Wouldn't you say, Timmy? I would not say that. <laughs> you're just laying there, devil. You're just laying there. Yeah, and that's really, you know, it's a poor reflection on you, actually. <laughs> because we this podcast is, oh, ah, damn it. We've got <laughs> listeners who, you know, they look for this podcast to bring a little enjoyment into their lives. Yeah. And instead they get to listen to you two yammer on about Metamucil and stool softeners. Shut the fuck up and let me get through the first goddamn page. You're making me like goddamn Timmy over there. Can't get through the first motherfucking page. Of course, he's over there calling her Katherine. So, you know. Kathleen. They're all confused. Huh. All right. So. I don't know so why Peter's you cast dead. dispersions on my... Reading. Peter is you dead from hemorrhoids. Hospital. You just read the script as written. I'm as trying. Written. I'm yeah. trying. Follow the script, Diva. Yeah. I'm trying. <laughs> yeah. Don't right. blame, you know, so Peter, don't blame. Peter died of hemorrhoids. The, uh, don't bra- A don't. poor craftsman blames his tools, Timmy. And yeah. you two are tools. <laughs> Thank you for that setup. You know, I just, I put a lot of work and energy into that script, and you read it like you're reading. I can't read it at all. I'm mm. not even through the fucking first page. Shush. Please continue, Brandy. Concerned about being toppled by opposing forces herself, Catherine sought to appease the military and the church. She recalled troops that had been sent by Peter to fight Denmark. How do you fucking fight Denmark? That's well, ridiculous. this is a different day. And promoted and gifted those who had backed her as the new empress. Earlier in her reign, early in her reign, she returned the church's land and property. She, she was smart. Catherine even styled herself after the beloved ruler, Peter the Great, claiming that she was following in his footsteps. Catherine II had a sculptor made later, made Nate, had a sculptor made later, had a sculpture made later. Jesus Christ! No, Colonel. The we really need to get the. We need to get these monkeys going, Colonel, because <laughs> we do. I mean, she's I'm stumbling. reading what was written. You're like fucking Otis on Mayberry, just stumbling down the road. Wait, have you drank anything this morning? Yeah, have you, That's none of your business. <laughs> have you taken any pain medication? That is also Otis? none of your business. But <laughs> I'm reading take, what's written. Did, did you did you uh, drink any cough syrup last night? <laughs> any Nyquil, perhaps? Or Pruno? You making your own shit here in the office? 
don't judge me. If you, if you had to work with you, you would too. Uh, she, well, I mean, you know, in in her defense, Colonel, it is after twelve o'clock on a Friday. Well, I should true. be home. She, she's usually home in bed watching Netflix by now. I should be home. That's true. All right. So Catherine has this sculpture made. It's known as the Bronze Horseman, built to honor Peter the Great. You know what I want to know? When is she just going to start wearing pajamas to work? <laughs> the love life of Catherine II has been a topic of much speculation and misinformation. Hmm. Although rumors of bestiality have been debunked, <laughs> Catherine did have a strong sex drive. Brandy, oh, yeah. let's talk a little bit about bestiality because <laughs> what if the what if the animal is asking for it? I mean, what if they want it? Let's say, for example, you're in, you're on you let's say you're in the Falklands uh, Islands. What what islands? <laughs> Falkland Islands. The Falklands and there's sheep. The Falk. The Falklands and the there's Falkland Islands and there's uh, sheep there, right? I assume there are sheep there. Well, sure. let's say uh, there's what's well, a made up. Clearly, you've just made up a whole new place. Let's, there can be sheep there. Let's say there's an unattractive sheep, and it's not getting a whole lot of action. And along comes a sheep herder who's also not getting a whole lot of action. Man. <laughs> you know, they wink, they flirt a little bit. <laughs> he whines. Would you and dines. How does a sheep flirt? That's all I want to know. Would you deny the sheep pleasure before because of some I don't know, some uh I'm moral I'm denying this entire conversation some, took place. Some social construct. Yeah. Kenny. Yeah, some social construct. That's just in your mind. You have not read anywhere. You have gotten, gotten, gotten. Where does it say, "Thou shall not screw thy sheep"? Have, have, is that one of the Ten Commandments? That was the thirteenth, but Moses dropped that tablet. To right, me. scratch that one out. I feel like you're a little too passionate about advocating. No, I, I'm just saying that for sheep love. Sometimes the sheep got it coming. I'm just saying. No, I would never think you should. Uh, uh, you know, do anything. Force like, yourself on force a yourself sheep. Force yourself on a, on a sheep. But if the sheep was a, if a, a consenting... If it was a consenting... So if it's got all the... If it's got the big lashes and the hearts coming out over its yes, head. Yes, yes. No. There. No. Valentine's Day. No. Yeah. So you're against bestiality. Is that a no? Am I, I'm, get, I'm sensing a no from you. Is that a hard no? I feel, I feel like you need to pray. <laughs> That's Somebody a, needs to lay some hands. I feel on like it. you need to get Jesus <laughs> you know, in your I, life. <laughs> just saying that. I'm just saying. Have needs. <laughs> <laughs> they do. It's and if you got if you're a sheep that don't get you're not getting <laughs> not getting a lot of action. Some you're sheep don't ugly, get action. You're an ugly sheep. Yeah, you ain't got no wool. Or what if you're hiding out? What if you are? What if you? What if you're hiding out and you're a lamb on the lamb? <laughs> and the only the only uh, sexual satisfaction you get is. I don't know. I lost <laughs> say, track of this conversation. I say some sheep at the, at the Falkland Islands or whatever the hell he was. I'm just saying that oh. it's great if you're if you can. I think it's ideal if if, if do you if do if you? those who are engaging in sex are the same species. I think it's ideal. <laughs> but sometimes you're in a situation <laughs> where. But sometimes. <laughs> well, let's say a cowboy out on the range. 
with a bunch of bulls. <laughs> yes. Who's got the balls to try to bang a bull? <laughs> I want to see that song. The Marlboro bit. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying that if in some circumstances. Nope. <laughs> all right. There are gonna, no if, circumstances. If you're going to judge. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess we're gonna put you down as a no for bestiality. All I'm saying, yeah, I would. That's and it's a hard no. All he's saying, <laughs> all he's saying is sometimes the sheep need a little love. Sometimes, especially if they're isolated, socially isolated. I don't, you know. Are the other sheep are picking up. Well, no, let's say there there's no other sheep around. So, so if you have one single female sheep. sheep. Yeah, a single sheep out, you know. Because they don't have trolling sheep. Doing the walk of shame back to the herd. <laughs> there's no there's no sheep tender. No. <laughs> so. They're out by themselves. They're out, you know, uh, grazing on grass or whatever. And they they notice a, a sheep herder who is kind of attractive. And so you're you know, saying they, the there's sheep a connection actually, between the two. The sheep's making the first move. The sheep's yes. initiating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. No, I'm totally against forcing <laughs> sheep to do anything against their will. I'm just saying sometimes there's this mute. Are it, you? It may be a circumstance where both are socially isolated. So, the, so what I'm so if picturing. You're on a, no, if you're on an island, Colonel. So what I'm picturing, Brandy, is a sheep a, and a, a sheep herder running across the field like in the movies and the sheep and on two legs for sure yeah. sheep's on two legs for so sure you're 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 under the opinion that the sheep can never give consent i am you know that's a little it's like that's dirty a, dancing you're, with talking, a sheep. you're talking really down to sheep you're you're saying that they don't have capacity really i am know. saying that. basically you're saying but sheep I know, don't but have i know a lot will. of people that shouldn't have that capacity either <laughs> well one minute we have a local guy who's been arrested several times for having sex with a plastic swimming pool. Is that something that you would be frowned upon? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're right. Am I right? Was we it, have a guy on was Chuck, his, oh, by the way, Chuck's side of town. <laughs> well, sure. Was it his swimming pool? <laughs> right. I think it was his swimming pool. Okay, well, yeah. Well, he buys a gross of them every spring. <laughs> two consenting objects. <laughs> so what do you think? Are you opposed to that? It's a, it's 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 not a you know it's not a living creature. It's just a swimming pool. Would you do you think he does not have the right to? Well, I don't care. I don't make love to a swimming pool. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, baby. I don't. <laughs> Come over here, baby. I, you know, if he wants to stick his dicks in inanimate objects. <laughs> All right, well, I, just a lot take to that be a step for that. I just <laughs> take that a step further and talk about sheep. No, I'm not. I'm not going to do that. Because a lot of times, <laughs> I just don't understand your. I mean, you know, I don't understand your tra- advocacy for it. Well, it's not a traditional relationship. I understand. <laughs> I'm just saying that sometimes, you know, oh, people uh, people feel things, and and animals. I, I believe animals have the right. They feel things as well. And if a person is out isolated, and the sheep is out isolated. There's no, you know. So, like, Tom Hanks could have banged that volleyball on Castor. Well, yeah, he, well, you know, he probably did. <laughs> yeah, he did, he did. But I don't understand Brandy's objection to love is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, she hates love. Yeah. She's she's opposed to love. Mm, that's why she's going to end up with Lanny. <laughs> All right, uh, please continue, Brandy. <laughs> if Lanny don't find him a good sheep first. <laughs> 
What happens next, Brandy? Wow. <laughs> I'd like to tell you. Disconcerting so conversation we... I've ever had. No, I mean, uh, bestiality is. I good about it at all. <laughs> well, we knew bestiality was going to come up because it, it, she <laughs> is. Uh, but honestly, I, I didn't understand didn't... the passion that was going to go along with it. <laughs> I did not realize your position I, on that, sir. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't. I, I'm, I, I'm just saying. They got love showers comes, down in the medical Love school, comes in many different ways i mean love it can, you know there's many many different ways to express love that's all i'm saying <laughs> man, bah, there's a bah. love between a man and a woman oh, oh you bit <laughs> there's a love between brother and sister give it to me were you listening to him are you listening to this dipshit <laughs> he's talking west virginia uh, shit down here uh, sorry amber group <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure why you're opposed to love that's all i'm asking why are you opposed to love? All I'm right? asking is, where did this passion <laughs> for interspecies fucking come from? Well, I, again, if, if <laughs> I don't, I don't think that you should do it just for the sex I think, sake. I think that there should be an emotional connection. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, it I, would be tawdry. I, <laughs> it would be tawdry. Tawdry is that yeah. the word you're tardy? looking for? Yeah. They'd be late it doing be, it. Yeah. I believe Valentine's Day. What happens next, Brandy? Valentine's Day's ruined now. <laughs> hmm. So, right. you, if you're against love, that's up to you. Again. I believe in love. Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. It, I, but you don't really want the greatest love of all is. <laughs> Learning to love yourself. <laughs> exactly. Because you? nobody really knows you like yourself. Yes. I'd rather do that than fuck a sheep. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on the sheep, really, I guess. God. Is it a tall sheep? <laughs> is, it a, is it a brunette? Is it a blonde? I, mean, I, don't, what I don't know. What are we talking about? Oh, all right. So Did you see the eyes on that sheep? <laughs> Jesus. Well, sometimes they ask oh, for it. Okay. With the sheep, would you shave it first? Get you ever see how they walk, though? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Oh my god, I know you're just saying. I don't think I've ever seen a sheep in real life, actually. I live in Cincinnati. I'm in a city, boy. I might have seen a sheep at a petting farm, but I don't well, know. Clearly, Tim's been studying them. Just saying that I... I Do you share the back half first? I believe in love. That's what I'm I believe in love. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hold up. What was that? 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. <laughs> I see that. All right, continue, just, Brandy. With you're just cat. an old-fashioned romantic, aren't you? <laughs> or just go with the 70 sheep porn bush. Well. Because they're all woolly. Those are all decisions you got to make. <laughs> hmm. What happens next in the Christ life sake. of Catherine the Great? This is disturbing. Catherine the Great. If she really would have been banging horses, it would be less disturbing than the story we just heard. <laughs> and you, are you complaining about Rudy's stories now? <laughs> God, Rudy is basically being whored out this weekend because he's going to be in a kissing booth. <laughs> for cheap. Yeah. How much are you charging for a quarter? Kiss? 25 cents a kiss yeah. from a dog. All right. So if we could get back to this. Yes. Back to right. Catherine so, the Great. Yeah. So Catherine uh-huh. had numerous relationships during her reign. Uh, she could not remarry as it would jeopardize her position and she had to appear chaste to the public. Behind the scenes, however, she seemed to have quite the sexual appetite. Hmm. Think about that, Colonel. Yeah, she was. She already lost one Peter, but she replaced it with a bunch of other Peters. Catherine also made it a point to have sex with key members of the military and aristocracy. That's the way to go, Colonel. It is the way to go. She also gave them promotions, titles, and land to curry their favor. Hmm. And Hummers. According to Nothing most will accounts, will favor like a good Hummer, Timmy. Well, did they, did they used to give Hummers back in the day. <laughs> well, if they was banging sheep, they did. According to most accounts, Catherine had around twenty-three lovers during her life. Uh, what do you think about that? Twenty-three. That's a slacker, man. Shit, you had twenty-three I mean, before you graduated from college, and that was just your professors, wasn't it? Oh my God! <laughs> all right, all right, Brandy. Let's answer, ask this question: How many? How many is there? Do you know how many average person? How many any people? Are the average was it like person? eight or six? Yeah. Eight. Or eight. Yeah. Eight. Eight. What kind of slackers is that? Yeah, I mean, they're obviously it's an ugly. Person. We excel. <laughs> obviously, yeah. they're ugly. We're above <laughs> I mean, average. Yeah. So, what uh, would you like to give us a ballpark number? No. Our listeners would like to know. Would the number have two digits or three? (laughs) (laughs) Two. Fuck. Oh, well, you're you're damn near chased. (laughs) Tell me about it. (laughs) Ninety-nine. She had a system for managing her affairs. She's just talking about senior year. Often bestowing (laughs) gifts, honors, and titles on those that she liked in order to win their favor. At each relationship's end, Catherine usually found a way to get her new paramour out of her hair. God, I wish I could find a way to do that. <laughs> usually just give me your credit card. Call my taxi. Right. Call Uber. What are you well, bitching you about? Uber, will you? <laughs> no, I have Uber. I have the Uber app. Uh, nobleman Gregory Popmenkin. Yeah, it's a Russian name you can't pronounce, but go ahead. Yeah. Perhaps her most significant lover. Uh-huh. Greg. Spent, yeah, spent many years as her favorite and remained lifelong friends after their passions cooled. He deeply loved Catherine, but due to the rules of the court, would never be allowed to marry her. He was devoted, though, going as far as 
as to procure new lovers for Catherine. Now that's and she a, wanted that's some strange, even when Catherine was in her 60s. Did I actually write strange, or did you add that? No, that's what it says. Okay. Even when she's in her 60s, Brandy. Yeah. At the time of Catherine's ascent, is it a accession? All right, whatever. Well, shouldn't it be ascension? All right, whatever. Okay. Russia was viewed as backwards and provincial by many in Europe. She sought, she sought to change this negative opinion by expanding educational opportunities and the arts. Catherine had a boarding school established for girls from noble families in St. Petersburg and later called for free schools to be created in towns across Russia. Catherine was devoted to the arts and sponsored many cultural projects. In St. Petersburg, she had a theater built for opera and ballet performances and even wrote a few librettos herself. Hmm. When was the last time you wrote a libretto? I can't tell you. She also became a prominent art collector, and many of these were displayed in the Hermitage. Let in, me ask you, Brandy. In a royal think, residence in St. Petersburg. Do you think bad of her since she had 23 lovers? I have no opinion of Catherine. All right. Uh, Catherine also... Do you also think it's locked? I don't. Depends on how long she lived, I suppose. How she, how she, how she compared to you? <clears throat> uh, Catherine would also take I artists mean, and sculptors a, on as lovers slacker? from time to time. Oh, so she was banging the artist type, Colonel. While yeah. Catherine believed in absolute rules, she did make some efforts towards social and political reforms. She put together on doc. She put together on document known as the Natkaz. On the how case. No, no, nakaz. Nakaz. On how the country's legal system should run, with a push for capital punishment and torture to be outlawed and calling for every man to be declared equal. What? That's, that's crazy talk. <clears throat> yeah. Catherine had also sought to address the dire situation of the country's serfs, workers who were owned by land order, landowners for life. The Senate protested any suggestion of changing the feudal system. After finalizing the, like the Nakaz, would you like to be a serf, Colonel? Would you own serfs? I would like to have some serfs. Mm-hmm. I'd like to have a good feud. <laughs> I like the feudal system. After finalizing the Nakaz, serfs are great when uh, the tide comes in. Catherine, <laughs> Catherine brought Charlie delegates surf, together. Uh, no. Charlie don't serve. Catherine brought delegates together from different social and economic classes to form the Legislative Commission, which met for the first time. In 1767. Okay, so she's trying some political reforms, yes. right? She's progressive. No laws came out of the commission, but it was the first time that Russians from across the empire had been able to express their thoughts about the country's needs and problems. Ultimately, the Nakaz became more known for its ideas rather than its immediate influence. Yeah, you know, kind of like you. You're more known for your ideas than actual anything constructive. <laughs> Why the fuck are you slamming on me? You have just sat here and done a 15-minute diatribe about on b- sheep fucking banging. sheep love. No, I'm just, Never I mind just the whole potato like chip thing that, that we had earlier. The whole man-sheep love is you're association. Just very, the whole, yeah, the whole very potato chip thing. You're just very judgmental. You're fucking right I am. <laughs> that's all I'm you're trying, goddamn right. That's the point I'm trying to make is that you're judgmental. Everybody you're, has hobbies, and that is mine. Well, I mean, you're damn near puritanical, devil. <laughs> Am I really? Yeah, you're you <clears throat> judge people, and I, I, you know, you know, everyone should have the right to love who they love. That's yeah. all I'm saying. And and you live in. If the colonel wants to wear skinny jeans, <laughs> <laughs> and I don't mean this in a bad way, so don't take this. Yeah, t- take, take this offense. constructively. 
Randy. But for someone who's lived such a questionable, whorish life, um, wouldn't you think she'd be a little less judgmental? You know, I'm just, I just don't get why she's, a, you know, that she is against uh, people loving each other. I don't. Y'all I, made my reflux act well, up. I'm, I got a mouthful of tongues. I'm not sure it's a, not sure it's a people a loving each other. A horse life? <laughs> well, I mean, you, you haven't been chased. You haven't been chased. I mean, if I had a, if I had a daughter, I wouldn't want her to be like you. I mean, but I I I love you, devil. You know I do. I mean, you, you know, like a about to me. me. But That's the beauty of it. Yeah, I wouldn't want to. Would you, Timmy, if you had a? Well, I mean, I, I wouldn't want someone to be so. I wouldn't want my daughter to be as judgmental and and be against love. Close-minded. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, now are you gonna are you gonna start railing against people? They got to be within two years of the same age. They got to be from the same state. They got to go to the same high school. I mean, what's acceptable to you now, devil? Yes, well, that's acceptable. Not sheep fucking. <laughs> we were, see, see you, you make it so dirty. <laughs> it's expression of, of love. Yeah, it's a romantic old yeah, thing. It's, not, it's a moment of beauty. Fucking. Wait a minute, you got the shirt on for this. <laughs> this is what you're going to do. You're going to take his side on sheep fucking just because. I'm just, I'm just saying that you, you're, you're a little close-minded when it comes to love. And that everyone has the right to love who they want to love. I don't even care about the guy who fucks a swimming pool, but the sheep, I can't. <laughs> if loving you is wrong. I mean, the people that have affairs with their cars. Right. He is Barbara Mandrell. <laughs> he is Barbara Mandrell. No, I think He's got the hips for it. <laughs> Me. <laughs> All right, Colonel. Me and Miffy. Miffy Jones. Miffy sheep. Miffy sheep. Why didn't they re-record that? Are you just thinking... Uh, he just could they not, missed it. Uh, they just missed it in editing. Tell us more. Tell us about her later life, Chuck. Well, later in her rule, mm-hmm. as her girly parts got a little dried up and crusty. Cur- uh, does ch- that happen, Brandy? Is that what you wrote? No, he's uh, <laughs> he's he's adding that. But um, you need to stick to the script. <laughs> well, no, Timmy doesn't mind if I ad lib because I had intelligent things. Yes, yeah. dried up and crusty is. <laughs> Well, they didn't have, you know, KY they Jelly they didn't Astro have Glide. that sort of thing back then. No, you had to go you down and get spit. your, you had to go get your <laughs> bunch of lard if you were going to do backdoor stuff. Yeah. So later in her rule with the crusty, girly parts, and well, by that point she's probably grown a penis. Oh yeah, with the Chamber of the Nobility in 1785, she made an about face on policy and greatly augmented upper class power. About face, Brandy. About face. With a large amount of citizens forced into the oppressive conditions of serfdom. Mm. <clears throat> serfdom, Brandy. A religious skeptic, Catherine sought to contain the power of the Orthodox Church. She had given them their land and property back initially, but soon she changed like women all the time. She changed her damn mind. Changed her mind, Brandy. Yeah, it's like, no, I think maybe Easy, I want Ed this painting over down. here. I want this. Ma- oh, no, move the couch just to the left, like four inches. So anyway, the wealth of the church. You know what four inches looks like, don't you, Chuck? <laughs> <laughs> the wealth of the church should belong to the state, Catherine thought. You see, I'm kind of bringing this to life, devil. You, you try, see, I'm not just laying behind here. you. Try to listen to him and try to mimic him when you read yours. Yeah, I'm not just laying here. I'm not just acting like, you know, I'm here for the, for just the money. 
Okay. This is a He's here to bring enjoyment. You know I would rather have a listeners. bikini wax than sit here and listen to the two <laughs> of is, you. He is here to bring do this. the script alive and to entertain our audience. A Brazilian mm-hmm. bikini wax. Go on. Now, to that end, she made the church part of the state and all its holdings, including more than one million serfs, became state property and subject to taxes. One million serfs. One million serfs, devil. During Catherine's reign, Russia expanded its borders. Hmm. She made substantial gains in Poland where she had installed one of her lovers. Polish Count Stanislaw Ponitowski. Now, see, you couldn't have given that. Let me ask you, Brandy. What do you think about her sleeping with so many people? Does that concern you? Does that bother you? No. Okay, as long as they're not sheep. Okay. So it's sheep that you don't like, basically. <laughs> You're anti-sheep. Okay. No, well. I don't want her to fuck a penguin either. <laughs> that's ridiculous. What do you? <laughs> yeah, that's just. Boy, see, she got always got to take it too far. Yeah. Russia's main dispute with Poland was over the treaty of many ortho- treatment of many Orthodox Russians who lived in the eastern part of the country. In the 1772 treaty. Catherine gave parts of Poland to Prussia and Austria while taking the eastern region herself. Russia's actions in Poland triggered a military conflict with Turkey. Turkey, what, where, where did they come in? Now, well, how do you feel about Turkey, man, Turkey stuff, devil? It's bad. bad. I feel bad. Even if it's even if it's even if it's a dead turkey, <laughs> the stuffed and ready for Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. Okay. She frowns on that. <laughs> okay. Most well, guests do too, but but the, how do you think it gets the stuffing? So anyway, especially when you're at the table. <laughs> well, sometimes they just got it coming. Enjoying numerous victories in 1769 and 1770, Catherine showed the world that Russia was a mighty, mighty power. Mighty power, Brandy. She reached a peace treaty with the Ottoman Empire in 1774, which brought new kind lands into the empire and gave Russia a foothold into the Black Sea. One of the war's heroes, Gregory Potemkin, became a trusted advisor and lover of Catherine's. What do you think about her having so many lovers, Brandy? I still don't care. I want to be your lover. I want to be your Lover. That's what the remember that song, "Secret from. Lover," Brandy. I do. Mm-hmm. Who sung that? Ashford and Simpson. I don't think that's correct, but I won't challenge you on it right now. Might not be correct. I think this Catherine's song was "Torn Between Forty Eight Lovers." Feeling <laughs> <laughs> okay. So anyway, this man proved to be a great supporter of Catherine and an accomplished statesman in his own right. Ruling over the newly gained territories in southern Russia in her name, he started new towns and cities and built up the country's navies there. He also encouraged Catherine to take over the Crimea, Pennsylvania. What? (laughs) (laughs) I think that's the Atlantic Star. I think that's the typo. My bad. Crimea, Crimea. Crimean Peninsula. Mm-hmm. In 1783, shoring up Russia's position in the Black Sea. A few years later, Catherine once again clashed with the Ottoman Empire, and the two countries battled each other from eight, 1787 to, for five years to 1792. Brandy, do you find Vladimir Putin an attractive man? No. You think Putin's getting some Putin tag? Probably. I believe he is. By 17- so you wouldn't date Putin if, if you were single? Is that what you're saying? 
I, I am saying that. Okay. By 1796, Catherine was 67 years old. Her penis had reached a full seven inches. Brandy, what do you think about 67-year-old women uh, banging members of their court? I don't care. And she had enjoyed several decades as Russia's absolute ruler. She had a strained relationship with the son and heir Paul. Yeah, because they never, he didn't know they didn't know each other. Right? Yeah, because his son was taken away. And she had this tight grip on power, but she enjoyed her grandchildren, especially the oldest one, Timmy Alexander. Yes. In later years, Catherine continued to possess an active mind, strong spirit, and active sex life. Timmy, she was seventy years old. And still frolicking around. Are you okay with a seven-year-old, seventy-year-old woman having sex, Brandy? More power to her. But and in mid-November, she thinks sheep are strange. Of seventeen ninety-six. Yeah, but go, go out with a sheep, and it's <laughs> all judging. That is correct. Seventeen ninety-six. You have a weird. You know, you have a. You have no moral compass. No, it it's just spins. Your, it's like it's like. The game Twister, where that little thing. Yeah, a seven-year-old woman can go out and bang people, yeah, bang but you people. bang one sheep, and she's <laughs> yeah, all down on it's you. Like, yeah, yeah. Throw him in jail, lock him up, throw away the key. Mm. So anyway, Catherine decides to pull Elvis in 1796. <clears throat> what happens, Colonel? She was found unconscious on the floor of her bathroom. She had fallen off the royal toilet. <laughs> Brandy, that, Brandy, has that ever happened to you? <laughs> <laughs> no. It was thought, it's dangerous. You got to be balanced when you're sitting on the throne. Well, and again, this is where you need fiber because they thought maybe she suffered a stroke and you get on the bathroom. Oh, yeah. And, and you're you straining. You're straining. Yeah. It'll pop a blood vessel. Yeah. You lay on your the head. Floor. Hey, this ain't no lie. Now, this ain't no lie to me. All right. Tell me, Colonel. No lie whatsoever. When our neighbors moved in, they were an older couple. Uh-huh. They'd only been there about two weeks. She came knocking on our door, said something was wrong with her husband. The some bitch had had a stroke on the toilet it's training falling down and wedged himself between the toilet and the tub he was unconscious with his ass in the air and he was jammed in there Timmy your comments and she on that Brandy. Me to do something None. about it well did he was he straining is that what happened he popped a I think he probably was he, he I mean and that's what we're saying Brady fiber is very important oh he died right there with his yeah, ass yeah, in the if, air, you, if you don't get the fiber it can kill you mm-hmm yeah She's mocking at uh, Doxalax or whatever. Now, it was thought she she lingered, Timmy, until the following night. That's not good. But she never regained consciousness. She died on November 17, 76. She was 67 years old at the time of her death, Timmy. Oh, that's a shame. What, What do you think about that, Brandy? That sucks. At the Winter Palace, her coffin lay in state next to that of her late husband, Peter III. Her son, Paul, ordered the remains of his father to place there, giving Peter III the funeral honors that he had not received after his assassination. When he died from hemorrhoids. After his hemorrhoidectomy went wrong. Catherine II and Peter III were both laid to rest at the Cathedral of St. Peter and Paul. You know what? I get the feeling they probably wouldn't want to have been married next to each other. They didn't seem like they were. Now, her political enemies in Russia spread the rumor that she died while having sex with a horse. Your comments on that, Brandy? Not true. Fake news. Well, yeah, but it's an s- interesting story. As the story went, from a, sure. 
The horse was being hoisted near by a rope in order that Catherine could have sex with it. The guard's grip on the rope gave way, and the horse landed right on her penis, crushing her to death. Now, really, you've got to be careful when you're having sex with a horse. Especially a horse on a winch. Yes. What do you think about that, Brandy? Why couldn't they just put her on a stool and guided the horse to her? You know it I never mean? really happened. So I it's a logistics issue that you're having. <laughs> I mean, you don't hoist that. A well, it wasn't well thought air. out. Yeah, it wasn't very well thought out to me. And I, and I got to throw something in here. Okay. <clears throat> this is a true story. All right. I'm in eighth grade, Timmy, and our science teacher is talking to us. And even at this time, I thought it was a little peculiar. But he was talking about uh, farmers mm. and whatnot. And he was saying that a sheep's vagina was scientifically as close to a woman's vagina as you would find in any animal. Okay, so there's some validity in my argument, which surprises me, actually. <laughs> it, it, no, I'm just... I, did, you, did you see that story about the guy that uh, sleeps with, or has sex with dolphins? How is that even possible? I think that he does Wouldn't it in you a hole. And sometimes, Brandy? and apparently the dolphins... I guess if you a, wear a life jacket... <laughs> and a Scooby gear? Sure. <laughs> Scooby gear? Scooby. Scooby gear for sure. Run. All right, Colonel. Run, run. All right, Colonel. Run. Take us home, Colonel. All right. Now, Catherine had a stormy relationship with her elder son, Paul. After she assumed the throne, Catherine, fearful of retribution for Peter III's wicked hemorrhoids, kept Paul far away from the affairs of state. Yeah, she killed his dad, right? Relationships between the grew so, two grew so bad that Paul at times convinced his was convinced his mother was actively plotting his death, which was not above her. While Catherine had no such plans, she did fear that Paul would be an incompetent ruler and look for alternate options for his succession. Much like Elizabeth before her, Catherine took control of the upbringing and education of Paul's sons, and rumors abounded that she intended to name them her heirs before bypassing, by bypassing Paul. And it's believed that Catherine intended to make this official in late 1976, but she got on the toilet, got constipated, pushed too hard, popped a blood vessel in her brain. Constipation and is very right dangerous, Brandy. And was not able to do so because she died. She died because of impacted stool. You know, when Elvis died, they said they had 22 pounds of stool in his colon. What do you think about that, Brandon? In his autopsy. 22 pounds of stool packed in his colon. Yeah, that's too much stool. That's a lot more stool it than is. you need. <laughs> a lot more than you need. Worried that his mother's will, will. I think I've read that the most stool you can actually have is like one pound or something. So I don't know if that was. We try to be accurate on this show, Colonel. Look, yeah. Timmy, if it's on a meme, <laughs> I read it on it a happened. meme. It a legitimate Facebook site. All right. All right. All right. Well, if you read it on a meme, I don't want to question no. it authenticity of that well <laughs> his mother, don't be such a doubting thomas timmy <laughs> where did his mother's will include a provisions this effect paul confiscated the document before it could be made public alexander paul's eldest son was aware of his grandmother's plans but bowed depression and did not stand in his way paul became czar but proved to be just as erratic and unpopular and more of a horse fucker than karen was Catherine Karen. was. <laughs> Karen the Great. Catherine the Great. <clears throat> yeah, he, he, he was pretty inept, like his dad, Peter the Third. Five Third years Peter Brandy. into his reign, he was assassinated. 
assassinated, He's assassinated Brandy. Brandy. By Spears. Spears, Brandy. The Spears got him. Man, they get a lot the of The Spears will get you every time. A lot of those czars got assassinated. Yeah. Remember? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think Alexander II got assassinated when he blew up his carriage. You got to, I mean, the workers' then, comp on those jobs got to be outrageous. And to Nicholas, me. of course, was killed by Brandy's good friend, the Bolsheviks. Yes. The Bolsheviks, yeah. But five years into his reign, he got assassinated, and his 23-year-old son assumed power, Alexander I, who would later go on to be the lead singer for the rock band Kansas. Isn't that amazing? <clears throat> that is amazing. Yeah. Yes. Huh. Or he became Carry Alexander on, the Great. Carry son. <laughs> yeah. He became Alexander the Great. It's the only the song Great. they did that I know. See, it's amazing how history all ties. History is like a loose thread that all ties in together. I get confused with Kansas and Boston. Remember Boston? No, I do remember Boston. I get confused every once in a while with Boston and ELO. Yeah, electric like orchestra, Brandy. Uh, What is your thoughts on them? I'm not a fan. What? How can you not like that classic tune? ELO. Do you, do you want my love? I was thinking of something else. Yeah, I'm just not a huge fan of yellow. Uh, uh, telephone line. That's what I was thinking of. Okay, uh, Colonel, uh, any other, anything else left on Catherine the Great? One of the greatest leaders of Ru- Mother Russia. I got nothing, Timmy. Brandy, what's your final thoughts on pervert Catherine the Great? Uh, you know what? I can't even get back in this conversation with you. Uh, did you like Catherine the Great? I have no feeling about Catherine the Great after I have no I don't think I have feelings at all after this conversation that we've had. Uh Colonel, your final thoughts on Catherine the Great, the Empress of Russia. Oh, I think she was banging horses, Timmy. There ain't no doubt about it. No. You don't doubt think about she it. died from uh straining? Oh, we all know she was banging horses, Timmy. Hmm. All right. Well, we would like to move on. Before we do, we would like to uh, talk about some of the projects that my co-hosts are involved in. They they put a lot of effort into other podcasts. They don't put any uh, effort into this one. <laughs> but, Brandy, why don't you tell us about your podcast? Uh, well, Rachel and I do the Haunted Visions podcast. The lovely Rachel. Yes, we do Haunted Visions podcast about paranormal and creepy things. And mm-hmm. You talk about sheep. We don't at all talk about sheep, but it's, mm-hmm. a, it's a much different podcast. I thought you would since you kind of... Consider it creepy. Well. But you talk about paranormal, yes. ghosts, and... Yep, uh, yep, yep. Ghosts and goblins and all kinds of stuff. And you done anything uh, on UFOs yet? Yeah. All right. And uh, you can find us on... iTunes, same what's place. the name? iTunes, Haunted Visions. Haunted Visions. You have a Facebook page. Mm-hmm. That's where you, so if you'd like to listen to a podcast where Brandy puts energy into it, <laughs> yeah. oh where God. she actually shows up and participates, yeah. then you might want to check out Haunted Visions. Yeah. If you, if if you can't get enough of her compassion, <laughs> her intellect, what am I missing, yeah. Colonel? Um, her bad attitude. <laughs> uh, no, you don't. You don't swear on haunted visions, do you? It's, it's no, not, we don't. Yeah, we do not. Oh, no, all of a sudden you're too good to swear on there, but you swear like a drunken whore sailor in here. But, mm, yep. All right, but the haunted visions. But I'm not you judging find, you. Like you, you find it on iTunes, and then current the Colonel. Has a new podcast. I do, Timmy. Won't you tell us about it, Colonel? This podcast, Timmy, is it's you what's know, its name? It's called Rants and Reason. All right. 
and I occasionally go on some rants about stuff. But basically what we have done is it's a uh, podcast because, you know, politically, everybody seems to be, both sides seem to be at each other's throats, Timmy. Okay. But there's a lot that both sides have in common. There's sheep. a lot of common ground. <laughs> I don't think it's sheep. All um, right. So we I are, was wrong. We try to discuss issues that uh, we can find common ground on rather than just call each other names and oh, so insults and yell. I see. So and, you don't talk like Brandy does. On right. This I mean, it's I don't. Brandy is really the prototype of what we are trying not to be. I see. So you have a, a mature discussion. Actually, name with calling. facts, with yeah. real facts. Yeah. Me. And you don't not you like name, this stuff Brandy throws out. Right. You don't. You know, not name calling. You're not judging each other, right? And you know, on the History Dweebs po- pa- page, our Facebook group, History uh, Dweebs, the podcast. Yes, we do not like political talk, but Rants and Reason has a podcast page where you can talk politics all you want. Okay, as long as you do it in a civil tone. And where can they find your podcast? They can find our podcast on uh, Rants and Reason on iTunes or on Podbean or on Stitcher. Okay. Um, they can find our page, Ransom Reason Podcast Group, on Facebook and at Ransom Reason on Twitter. Okay, and uh, you do that with the very lovely... I do that with the very lovely Karen Michelle, who is who on this group you know is Shelly Garrett. Mm-hmm. Um, her real name is Karen Michelle, mm-hmm. so that's what she uses on the show. She's, right, a, so she's we... a conservative. I'm kind of on the other side, but... We have a lot of things in common that we discuss and we talk about. We've had three episodes out so far, and, and the History Dweebs listeners have been very, very supportive and very helpful. So I'd like to thank All you right. people so for that. So check out Rants and Ransom Reasons. Yep, Ransom Reason. On and You can find us at ransomreason.org on the web. On the interwebs, On the interwebs. Because we do blogs, too. We, we would blogs. like to thank our Patreon supporters. Yeah, who uh, who are so generous to us? And very generous. Very generous. If you would like to support podcasts, you can do it in one of two ways. You can leave us a review on iTunes, which we really appreciate and helps other people find us. That's uh, free. And or you can um, contribute to the podcast on Patreon. Just go to patreon.com slash history dweebs where you can give a little, you can give a lot, or or just a wee little bit to me. All right, Colonel. That's you not s- free. <laughs> You're going to sh- give some shout-outs to all of those who support us on Patreon. All of, all of these fine people who support us, Timmy. Yes. Let's give a... Heather Poole. She's a lovely lass. She's Very lovely us. lady. Adam McWatters. He, I never I never met that, that man Adam's before. a good guy, though. He must be a new one. Yeah, he's uh, he's messaged me before. Good guy. We got the Vanish podcast, Timmy. Yes, with Marissa. Marissa and Christy Lee and her beautiful teeth on the Canadian True Crime Podcast. Yeah, but she's from Australia and lives in Canada. Yeah, she's a she's a weird one. But when we bomb Canada, I want to give Christy Lee a heads up because I don't want anything to happen to the little I don't know why Christy you Lee want to, to declare war in Canada. They're a fine people. Ah, they just annoy me, too. Insight with Charlie and Ali. Charlie's been very helpful to me, Timmy. In your uh, Quite helpful podcast. to me in my new endeavor. And yeah. Ben and Roseanne have been really, really helpful. Always supportive for um, uh, Grand Duchess Roseanne. Grand Duchess Roseanne. Joe Clifford, Timmy. Yes, Joe's a good guy. Mistress Vera. Is she a dominatrix? I believe she is, Timmy. Right. What do you think about that, Brandy? Good for her. I'm right. Ron, and I can get his name right, and the devil couldn't get it last time to me. Ron Monasterio. Okay, Ron, thank you very much. Justin John Vianene. 
Nay, nay. Thank you very much. Bridget Bernard. Stacy. Christine Har. Why? Why is this happening? Sure, Weldon. Oh, he's using his uh, Irish accent. It is. Yeah, I recognize He's getting it. ready for the we anniversary care. of the Easter Rising. We do, and we got St. Patty's Day coming up here, Timmy. Yes. Michaela Wallstrom, Aaron Fowler, Leah Leanne, oh, my lovely last Leanne Flanagan. You know me, dear mum was a Flanagan to me. And, and Leanne is from Ireland. She's a lovely one. Nicholas and Ryan. Julia Rodriguez and Jario. Wario. Hiro. Hiro. Yes. Andrew Scammell. Beth Wallen, Clark and Diane Trowbridge. Michelle Johns. Aaron Turner. Margaret McDonald. Ryan, Nicholas, and Dot. Oh, no, got to save them for last. Oh, who we got here, Timmy, on our second page? James Seabright, Tommy Lane, Jason Dykes, Terry Stratford, Shelly Garrett, who does the podcast with me, Timmy. Yes. But still supports this one. Yes. That's quite generous of her. She's very uh, She needs to support ours. Lady, yes. Uh, she yelled at me last night, Timmy, called me some names. Bridget Clavey, Brandy McBride, Jennifer Savoda. The lovely poet Maggie Glover, Michael Sadler, Jimmy Dent, Maja, and Tyrone, Amber Scoville, Marsha Boris, Stacy Allisup, Jody and Sean Wells. I love Jody Wells, Timmy. Yes, she's Amber a, she's Anderson, good. our good friends that they walk among us. We, ben we just and mentioned yes. Ben and Roseanne, uh, Lorna, Lorna Violet, Michael Dale, Kelly Charette, Karen Widener. Oh, you know, Callie's got some Irish in her, Timmy. Yes. Or, well, She's very funny, she, Callie. She is the funniest girl that mm -hmm. I've ever run across, Timmy. Lauren Meredith, quit giving me dirty looks. Quit giving me dirty looks. Brady You're not funny. Is playing a game Be funny. Phone. I'm not. Yes. Jessica Greeno. And we got the Pleasing Terrors podcast, Timmy. Yes, Mike Brown. That's absolutely right. The lovely Sarah Bloom. Amber, Amber Croup. Our good friend, Amber. Oh, Joe from the Now America History Podcast. Hey, Joe. Catherine Cockeraj Richardson. Fiona, the lovely Fiona Crisp. Laura O'Reilly. Christine. Bourgeois. Bourgeois, Timmy. Aaron. Kimberly Cambrin. Or she has a fancy last name. Kimberly Cambrin Esquire, Timmy. Yes, Kimberly Cameron. Elise, our good friend, Diane, student at History Goes Bump. Annette Petre, Lise Jahara. By the way, I talked to Annette Petre on Messenger. We haven't heard from her for a while, but uh, she's still listening. She doing still, well? Yes, she is. Her her business going okay? Uh, she said it was kind of slow time of the year, mm -hmm. obsessively calm. Um, but she said that, uh, yeah, it's, it's still going. Alicia and Chip are our friends really, in Tennessee. Really, they're our OG listeners, to me, the original gangster they really listeners. Are. They've been around from the beginning. Uh, Marika Smith. Jeff and Don Chestnut. Our good friends. Yes, just a peculiar couple because Jeff likes the bow ties and he's... Uh, and they have a pod, They have two podcasts. They have two podcasts, Backroads to History and Poems by Jeff. Backroads to History is one of the more interesting... Yeah, it is. It's if really you good. like history, I and, and this one surprises me because if you like history, just pure history, Tim. Without the sheep fucking. Without sheep banging and all the other nonsense that goes along with it. And the cursing that goes along with it. And the, the cursing, branding. yeah. It's one of the best history podcasts I've heard. Yeah, Aaron it's, it's really Diane. good. Backroads of history. Yeah, it's just a fantastic one. Karen Barnes. 
Uh, the lovely Rachel Flynn, our Canadian friend, our other Canadian friend, Shirley Strap, Todd Long, Lydia Fisher, Phyllis Munson, Melissa Montoya. We got the lovely, lovely Cindy Lou, Christine Malachinsky, Lanik, and Amanda Christine. Now, yes, we- and you know Lanik. Real name is Ursula. Real name is Colonel. Ursula. Yes. Ursula. So, thank you, Ursula. 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 Nick. Uh, okay. Who else you got on your list, uh, Colonel? Oh, well, then, Timmy, we got our main three stables. Mm-hmm. We got Rudy, the Wonder Dog, who will be making an appearance at the Westside Brew he House. He will be tomorrow. giving kisses, Brandy. <clears throat> will you be there? A quarter of will you be there to get a kiss? At any price. Go to the kissing booth with Rudy. No. She, she doesn't like animals. Yeah, Brandy. She don't like sheep. No, Brandy she doesn't like. Brandy doesn't like kissing, oh. Timmy. She doesn't like kissing. She just makes it's it's twenty five dollars no kissing for Brandy. What the so fuck any, is wrong with you? That's what Are you she not charges. affectionate that way, Brandy? She doesn't like to show affection to me. She All right, who else? Uh, right, who else? We got the lovely Lady Beverly, who we hope is yes, recovering Lady really Beverly, well from her we love you. from her surgery, and the lady we do this show for, Timmy. The lady we dedicate everything right. yes, we do. My yes, my mom. Daddy, yes. Daddy Scott, Timmy. We would like to thank all of you for listening and uh, join us next time on History Dweez. Bye, everyone. Good day. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.